Welcome to our Pini Vissasara Shava, best Purim. We are learning about Purim. <clears throat> why would we want to go to that Purim party? And why was there such a decree? This is part two of the question. Such a decree of, of Hashem deciding that every single man, woman, and child of, of, of the Yidden be eliminated from the world, God forbid, for going to a party? So let's see what um, the second, well, we did the first the first part of it. Let's see what the second part is telling us. You have to listen to part one to see. So, results say the following. We are connect. We are compared to a little sheep that is standing surrounded by 70 nations. And God Great is the one who protects us. The, the shepherd. That's Hashem. That means there we are among the nations and sometimes uh, and our our conduct, our being here among the nations is actually a miracle. It's not according to the laws of nature. If we are here, if you see another, if you see your friend, you see Rifki as you're walking down the street, Rifki is there walking down the street by the, a miracle. It's not by the laws of nature. Like one sheep surrounded by 70 wolves, if that sheep is still alive, that's a miracle. That's not the laws of nature. The laws of nature say that if there are 70 wolves and they're hungry, they're going to have the sheep for lunch. And so if you see the sheep there again and again and again, remains there, that has just broken the laws of nature. There is no place in Teva for the existence of, for the, the continued existence of that sheep, and we are that sheep. It's the chesed of Hashem, God That he does this, he breaks his own laws of nature to keep us here in this world. Interesting, and of course, interesting question, why? So, if we are here, and if we, you know, by divine providence and specific, very exact divine providence, that means that the 70, now just picture the visual of it, the 70 wolves cannot touch us. Of course, if we keep our, our end of the bargain, if we remain in Hashem's circle, then the circle that he creates, his protective bubble, meaning in that deep relationship with him, then he keeps us here in keeping with that. That we depend not on the laws of nature to keep us safe, but Hashem. We, of course, the, many people will ask the question, but we've had throughout history, Rahman Islam, many, many Jewish history is full of us not feeling safe, or not, what about the Holocaust, what about pogroms, what about the Crusades, what about, what about, what about. I have no answer, except that, let's just say this, the continued existence, we're talking about two different things. Again, we don't want to be mastic as it did to justify, you know, strict judgment from Hashem. But I believe here the concept is referring to the fact that there is a Jewish people forever. Again, some, there have been difficult times and not all Yidden appeared safe at every single moment. Maybe they left this world and they went to the next world and maybe not in such a Maybe in a way of Messiris Nefesh, Hayalotiyah. But the fact that there still is a Jewish nation, a Jewish people, that is the sheep. And that sheep, that Jewish people, Jewish nation, survives not because of the laws of nature.
when we fight against this shmira, this this um, protection that it gave, Hashem gave us, so how do we fight it? Hashem protects us, and we're fighting it. What is it that we do to fight his protection? We actually believe in the wolves. We believe that the wolves are real and that the wolves have power and power over us and are more powerful than us. Partly because there are 70 of them. There's one of us, you know, the 70 nations and one of us. And they're hungry. So two reasons why it's scary. The 70 wolves of 70 nations, there are 70 of them and one of us, and also they're hungry, so they're just looking to make someone into lunch, and that's the sheep. So for two reasons, we don't want to count on them because they're not on our side. 70 hungry wolves are not looking for a peace treaty, basically. Um, And so when we believe that they have real power, actual power, those 70 wolves, what we're doing is we're giving ourselves over let, letting go of the shmira, the guardianship of, of miraculous guardianship of Hashem. And what we do is we say, I'm going to switch not from this, I'm going to switch from the frequency of Hashem is taking care of me to the frequency of the laws of nature will keep me safe. Once we switch to the laws of nature will keep me safe. So what are included in those laws of nature? Well, one of the laws of nature says, Seventy hungry wolves looking at one little sheep will likely um, devour that sheep within 15 seconds. If anybody's ever seen the videos of Rahman Islam, Ayalatiya, hidden, captured by monstrous terrorists in Eric Israel. 15 seconds. That's the nature of it. So far. So these hungry wolves, what will be with the wolves in Yemais and Mashiach is another thing. But the laws of nature say hungry wolves will try to eat. 70 of them will not give the sheep a chance. So we understand if we're that sheep, hmm, think we're not going to bother working with the frequency of the laws of nature because, uh, we won't have much time to think about it, will we? I think we better stay on a different frequency where we can be safe. We Not only that we aren't safe within the laws of nature, we don't exist. How many split seconds would you see that sheep before you don't see it anymore? And somebody says, remember that sheep? And said, no, I don't remember that sheep. It was a 15-second thing with 70 wolves. There's no sheep there. It's gone. Buckle in the whistle. Same thing with us. Bustle and Mavutal. Within the laws of nature, we're, we're done. We're done already means and done so quickly. We're not even here. So we're going to see in a minute what that has to do with going to the party. So the Rambam says, I will hide my face from them. Um, because gain elake bekirbi, b'ta'uni ha'raza'ela. The Derech Matthias. When a person separates himself from Hashem, 
Then Hashem separates from him and says, okay, use the laws of nature for your protection. Good luck. That means we made a decision to push away the frequency of Hashem protects us. And we say, no, 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 let's just throw ourselves into the unpredictability of the laws of nature. You know, what's the weather going to be tomorrow? I don't know. They said it was going to snow. Well, it didn't. Well, not very predictable. So we decide to throw ourselves into that unpredictability. And that's what the Rambam says. So, Hashem is saying, you went in this kind of casual relationship that anything could happen. It's just Hefker. Me too. Meaning, I, I'm declaring, says Hashem, I would bring upon you some sorrow, God forbid, so that you should, uh, when you're saying, ah, come on, there's no Hashkacha Pratis. It's, there's no divine providence. It's just things happen to happen. I happen to go to the store. And when I was at the store, I happened to see that they had macaroni on sale, and it's the kind of macaroni that I like to buy. They just happened to have it when I was there. Says Hashem, nah, don't do that stuff. Happen to? That's scary. Just happen to. I want you to come back to me. I'm going to make it that the incidental, whatever happens, happens, isn't going to be so fun anymore. I want you to come back to me. And so if we're feeling like life is random, says Hashem, oh, you want to be in the random energy? It's not going to be fun. Okay. So it's not that Hashem is punishing us, God forbid, but really the way of Hashem versus us to us is in a way of carry. Meaning, again, if we disconnect from him, he will act towards us in a way of carry, pushing off the divine protection, the divine providence. Not he said, I will punish you. We said, we are walking away from the frequency of Hashem's protection. It doesn't interest us. It's not our thing. Life just happens. Stop with the Hashkacha Pratis stuff. So, it's us. It's, it's a logical consequence. We got rid of that protective layer of Hashem is taking care of us. We're not interested in it. We say, life is going to be what it's going to be. It'll, I'm good. And Hashem says, gay goes into hate. To the frequency of I'm good, the laws of nature will take care of me. I'm not punishing you. It's just, you cooked your own goose. You decided, says Hashem, to be in there. So now, let's go back to the party. Russia. What does it have to do with how could going to a party bring to a decree for a total destruction for the Jewish people, God forbid? It's not a punishment. It's a logical consequence. Because the situation of the Yidden after Melech, uh, after Haman became great and became the biggest guy in the kingdom. That was like the time of the sheep standing among the 17 nations. With Haman in charge of, put it this way, picture the scenario. Every single living Jew lives within the territory of Achashverosh. Achashverosh makes Haman the biggest, you know, second in command or something. Puts him at the top. Here, here is my ring, a signet ring, do what you want. 
do what you want. He, how many is the 70 wolves? He's a mullet. He's, he's, he's more than 70 wolves. He's like 70, 70 billion wolves. And he wants one thing. Haman doesn't want Mashiach or Yidin or Hashem. He doesn't want those representatives of truth and of Hashem. Anybody who's a representative, that means the Yidin, they're off his list. Let's say it nicely. So when Haman is now put in charge of the whole territory where all Jews live, what do you think he's going to do? That's called being a wolf surrounded by 70 nations and no place to run. Ra- uh, sorry, sorry, being a sheep surrounded by 70 wolves. When, when the sheep is surrounded by 70 wolves, let's face it, there's no place to run. There are 70 of them. They will form a wolf chain, a circle. It's not as if they're going to just stand there either, the wolves. They'll attack. This wolf doesn't have a chance. Sorry, this sheep doesn't have a chance. The minute that Haman became the big chief in Akash, in Persia, we didn't stand a chance. None. According to the laws of nature. Okay, so let's finish here. So, um, so what is this whole, here, I'm sorry, we had an interruption. So, that means, here's the, Haman becomes the big chief. We are that chief surrounded by those 70 wolves. He is the 70 wolves, all in one package. And so, what are we going to do? At that moment, we're, good is gone. 15 seconds till the end. So if a decree is coming on, if a decree is put on us a year from now, you know, everybody's gone, it's just stretching out the torture because the minute Haman becomes the big chief and, and, and has in mind what he has in mind, we're done. So this isn't a punishment from Hashem. This is just the laws of nature dictate that. Not Hashem, the laws of nature dictate that. Says Hashem, uh, I, I suggested to you that the laws of nature are not going to be your best friend, but you insisted on living within them. Well, now here you go. Welcome to the laws of nature that are not on your side. You fooled yourself into thinking that the laws of nature are on your side. You guys thought that you can just be like everybody else. The laws of nature work for all the nations. Why can't they work for you? Because they don't. Because the laws of nature dictate that they are waiting with their hungry mouths and their sal- their teeth, their sharp teeth, to chop you, to chew you up, God forbid, according to the laws of nature. Why, says Hashem, would you want to, con- what, would you want to depend on the laws of nature? It's like, what part of the laws of nature aren't your best friend if you're Jewish did you not get? So, so the conduct that we had, even though it was temporary, it proves, you know, it shows how we felt and how we, we thought. What, how did you see that we believed in the laws of nature? We went to the party, Nanumisudasa. 
the party, what was the party? The party for Achashverosh was a celebration that there isn't going to be a Geula. The Beit HaMikdash plan is gone. Beit HaMikdash means Geula Shlema, Mashiach. Seventy years, it didn't happen. It's not going to happen. We are having a party to celebrate the fact that there is no Mashiach and Geula anymore. It's a dream and it's over, right? And we went to the party and we were excited about the party because maybe also us, like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm just theorizing. Maybe uh, some Yidin felt like, oh, thank God, let's just go to the party being normal, regular people. Everybody else, they do what they do in their lives. And we were with the Besa Migdash thing and Mashiach and Geula and trying to bring Mashiach. Mosmer, Upshine. Maybe some Yidin felt like, oh, it's so heavy, you know. How many years of Jewish history? We can't already. What was the year 2262? Enough. With the dream of Beis Hamikdash, Achashverosh told us it's finished. Ah, the relief! Now we can be like regular people, living in the laws of nature. Hashem said, "Sure, you want to be in the laws of nature?" We said, "Yeah, good for all of them." And not only that, Achashverosh, Achashverosh, like on the on in a way, he's a dogma for Hashem. He's saying, Achashverosh, um, you know, the head. He's saying, he. They, they kind of, like, squeezed out a sock for themselves. Isn't Hashem kind of giving us a a sign that we finally can, you know, give up the fresh nyuk to behavior and just be like everybody else? Isn't Hashem, look, Akash Veyrish himself is inviting us to the party and treating us well, and according to some opinions, he's even giving us kosher food. Times are different. We finally are getting... A haskama, an agreement from Hashem. Give up the dream and the pipe dream and then laws of nature rejection. Live inside the laws of nature like every other nation. You were invited to the party as a celebration that you are now one of the gang. You're invited to the par- country club. Welcome. It was a few couple of thousand years of, of torture, but you earned your place in the country club, along with all the non-Jews, and now it's going to be different. You're going to be like in the 30s. Like in the 30s, the secular Jews who said, stop already with the fresh behavior. Be a regular person. Be a regular, normal German. Live a decent life. Go to university. Do all the stuff. Stop with the dreams. Same thing porn time. Achashverosh is telling us, you can be one of us, finally. You've made it. And the party is a celebration. Says the Rebbe, Nenu Misudosa, enjoying that party means we're enjoying, we're excited about the message. The party implies everything I just said. And we're not going with tears in our eyes. Oh, Hashem. We're not going saying, Hashem, why? We so much wanted to live with the dream of Beis Amigdash, and now you, it's no longer, and now we'll have to be regular people, and, and, and we're sitting here with tears in our eyes at this party, and, and, and it's so difficult for us because we, we had dreams of greatness to be the light of the nation, and now you said, forget it, be one of the nations, give it up. We didn't go to the party with tears in our eyes. We were excited. Great, Hashem. Finally, we can be one of the other, one of the boys. Excellent. 
The issue wasn't that we went to the party. The issue was Nan knew. We enjoyed. We were excited about what the party was celebrating. Once we walked into the enjoyment of that party, we, we, we joined the celebration. We, were, we, were, we joined the mindset. We joined the victory. Victory, so the base of dream is over. Said Hashem, I'm not punishing you at all. You're celebrating the fact that you can finally relax and live within the laws of nature like everybody else. Good luck, little sheep. Guess you never realized that those laws of nature were never your friend, and they're actually never going to be your friend. You may use them, but you have to be in charge of them, not them in charge of you. The laws of nature will never be your friend. You can, and you might Mashiach, you will be their leader. You will illuminate the laws of nature. But you must not become ever a slave to the laws of nature. The laws of nature should become a slave to you. And so, here, to, to finish off this piece of the Sikha, the Avaita of the Yid, Yid Nanu, that we enjoyed, we celebrated this victory. Celebrated the victory of what? Sha'isa Russia has We celebrated the fact that this Russia invited us to the Sudha. Amalek, basically, Akashverish invited us to the Sudha. But he was in cahoots with Amalek. If Amalek invites you to a victory celebration, here's a secret. When Amalek invites you to a victory celebration, He's not celebrating your victory. He's celebrating his victory. Let's say it again. When a Malik invites you to a victory party, he's not celebrating your victory. He's celebrating his victory. That was the party. The victory of a Malik is, Mashiach's job is to get rid of a Malik. Amalek's job is to try to get rid of Mashiach, I forbid, and Geula, and Yid. You're going to a party that's celebrating that he's going to get rid of you guys, and get rid of Mashiach, and get rid of the dream of Geula. Wow, that's a fun party to go to. Hee-haw, let's go to the party, celebrating the fact no more Mashiach, no more Jewish people, no more no more Gulish Lema, no more Beit HaMikdash. God forbid. Well, that's a party. Like, who would want to go to such a party? Only people who have lost their ability to do cognitive thinking and put two and two together. Thank you to the media for helping us not be able to think cognitively. They had their media in those days, too, no doubt. So the Avaida. So when we, when we went to celebrate with him for his victory, which his victory is, he's getting rid of us. Why did they not sit there and say, like, hey, hi. Hi. Why didn't Ruben say to Shimon, like, hi, you're here too. Wow, great party, right? He said, yeah. What makes it a great party? Good food, yeah. Good drink, yeah. Amazing, good entertainment, yeah. said, but what is the meaning of this party? Meaning of the party? I don't know. Give me some more, hey, bring me some more vodka over there. I don't want to think about the meaning of the party. No, no, come on, think about it. Meaning of the party is uh, Haman uh, Malik is celebrating his victory. Oh, so says the other one. Wait, his victory would mean 
he finally gets rid of us, gets rid of Mashiach, gets rid of Geula, gets rid of the base of Mizish. And then the other fellow says, oh, yeah, when you look at it that way, I guess so. Okay, waiter, waiter, could you bring me um, uh, vodka with some orange juice in it? Oh, wow, the, that cocktail over there, bring me some of that. Yeah, ooh, that really looks good. Oh, those pastries, mmm. And that's it. They drink themselves and eat themselves into a super so that their conscience goes to sleep. So, but that was a proof that the existence of this Russia, Achashverosh, was very important to us. And we were very excited about his honoring us. And when we participated in the Suda, it was like a covet. We felt that it was a covet, an honor for him to invite us. And we, King honors us, we honor him. Again, and that's a hayra for us today, too. We don't want to be, don't be fooled by externals. They're like, oh, the king invited us to a party. Wait a minute. Before you go to the party, what does the party mean? I heard a speaker last night who said, you know, all those times when the government's giving you stimulus checks, you know, and they're going to fix your roof and give you this and give you that. He said, um, think about what it really, what is implying. You're basically, and then you say, wow, the price of gasoline is five fifty. What's going on? Well, everybody who gave into the stimulus checks, et cetera, it's a whole process. I'm helping inflation go crazy, and then I'm going to suffer from it. So think twice, you know, and the government's going to offer me all these free things and then get me addicted to their their um, benefits, and then I won't know how to live without their assistance. And then when they say, so if you want to continue with our financial assistance, we have certain things that we expect you to do that may actually be um, a violation of your principles, but go try to figure out how to live without our money. And we became so addicted to their money that we have to sell our souls and sell our principles. So the party of Ahasuerus was saying, Think 15 times before you go to that party and before you enjoy it. What the party actually means. Don't just go blindly because everybody's going. And don't just go blindly because don't shut off your brain. Keep your brain, your Chabad, Chachma Binadah's brain open. And think, what does this party really mean? Because the participation in this party was not obligatory. Um, I mean, it was, you know, we, we had to show the king honor. He showed us honor, you know. Wait, wait. I mean, it, I don't know if it was that if you didn't go to the party at that moment, you went to jail. Thought you did. Nobody was threatened. People were first like, he, Ahasuerus didn't have to threaten us because he could flatter us into getting us to go to the party. Like the government and et cetera. And big tech can flatter us into signing up for stuff that they want us to sign up for. And then afterwards we realize, oh, my goodness, what did I sign up for? But I signed up willingly. I can't even sue them. Why did we go? We, why did we go to the party? Because we were excited that Ahasuerus invited us. And since we gave importance, the, the fact that he invited us, the big non-Jew, the 
rules 127 nations invited little us. There we go. He wasn't, he's not a big Jew with all the power and he owns 127 lands and we're a little Jew. We're a big Jew and he's a little guy, a little piece of nothing who happens to be, have been given some political power temporarily. And so when we got it all backwards, we figured he's a big guy and we're small Jews and we were excited from the covered and we received, we wanted to be we were macabre to this Isa Russia, then that frequency that we stepped into pushed away the frequency of miraculous um, Shmira from Hashem. Shmira Nisus Gadalaraya. And, and we put ourselves under the laws of nature in, in eyesight in, 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 in range of, in eating range of the 70 wolves. And the 70 wolves are very, very comfortable saying, hi, you know, CNN comes up to the 70 wolves. It's like a split second before the attack. And CNN jumps in, like, they freeze the situation and they come in like, hi, what's your name? Mr. Wolf. Wolf one. And you? Wolf two. Wolf three. Wolf four. Wolf, right? All these wolves says, what are you here for? And they all say the same answer, maybe in different ways. To eat up the sheep in the middle of the circle. To tear that sheep apart to pieces so that it no longer exists. In fact, say the wolves, give us five minutes, walk away, just get away from with your cameras, get out of the way, we're hungry. Give us two minutes, you won't ever know that there was a wolf here. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You won't ever know that there was a sheep here. We will so carefully devour this sheep and, you know, throw a little sand over the box over there. You'll never know. Like all the mass graves, Hayalotia, in the Ukraine, in which millions of our fellow Yidden, our families were massacred by the Ukrainians. Wink, wink. Hidden mass graves that we don't even know about. We don't know where everybody is. Spots. My grandfather went back to his town. And he went to the lady next door. And he said, do you remember once there was a family who lived next door? She said, yeah, I remember. He said, do you remember that you used to play with a little boy in the front yard? And she said, yeah, I do. And he said, that's me. Now, the neighbor was not Jewish. And supposedly, this I heard firsthand, something. I didn't hear it from my, maybe I did hear it from my lady, but wasn't paying attention so much then. And he, uh, this, I didn't hear from him. She took him up to the top of the hill outside the town, and she said, that's where your family is buried. All of them. Under this hill. And there are many such places all over the Ukraine that there are flowers growing, it's a public park, of course, all the all that fertilizer from underneath 
beautiful flowers growing you would never know underneath those parts is the Jewish nation. No record. No sign. But two days. Everybody's gone. Covered up with a park. That's the laws of nature. Enjoying this Suda of Achashverosh meant these wolves said, give us five minutes. We'll, 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 we'll grow a few plants, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll put a little, you know, we'll grow a few weeds on top of this spot. You'll never know that there was a sheep. You Jewish people, give us five minutes. We'll, we'll eat you, we'll eat you to pieces. No one will ever remember you existed. Someday it'll say in history book, once upon a time there was an, there was a nation called the Jewish, the Jewish nation, B'nai Yisrael. And it'll be a, a line in a textbook and people say, oh yeah, what, what did they do? And it'll be some, this is what the laws of nature have, have as their mandate. That one day there should be in the history books of the world that they talk about once upon a time there was a Jewish people and, uh, they were people that everybody hated and, um, we got rid of them and people, and kids were like, okay, let's see, uh, multiple choice. When do the Jewish people, who remembers? It's one a one-liner. That was that was the intention of the wolves. That was the intention of Haman. That was the intention intention of Achashverosh. That that was the intention. That's the intention of the laws of nature. There'll be a line in a history book somewhere that nobody reads books anyway, and on Wikipedia they won't even bother with it. So going to that party was a celebration of us agreeing with that. Us agreeing to our own extinction, God forbid. So Hashem said, me? I didn't punish you. You you guys agreed to your own extinction. He said, hi, wolves, come on and get us. So it will be less than a quarter of a line in a history book. And no space whatsoever on Wikipedia. Come on. We're celebrating it. And that's why, so to speak, what looked like a punishment was not a punishment. It was us, so to speak, writing our own, what do you want to say, sentence. And so, to finish up with all of this, Purim is a statement, is a declaration of the fact that we have zero place. Not only are the laws of nature not our friends, the laws of nature are so much not our friends that if we just give ourselves over to them, we will be less than a quarter of a line on Wikipedia. Not not too far down. Right? Except that Hashem says, no, no, no. The whole world was created for you. The whole world is here. This world with all the 70 wolves was really created for you and for Tyra. Don't give it up. And the key to not giving it up is through this party, through Purim. Don't give in to believing that these laws of nature are on your side. They're not. They are here for you to be in charge of. You and I, says Hashem, we will be in charge of the laws of nature. They will not be in charge of us. 
If there's any servitude, it's not us serving the laws of nature. It's the laws of nature serving us. And I'll end with one little example. So before we did this year, I couldn't find my charger. No charge on my phone. And I got pretty discouraged and fell into thinking. And half of me is saying that it's got to be there. How could it be just before this year? And it's probably an important year. I can't find my charger. And I only have one. I, I used to have two. I don't know where this. Couldn't find the other one. Couldn't find this one. I really look at it in the least likely places. You know, maybe somebody will walk in the house tonight and say, oh, I, I think I put an extra charger in my bag. Is it yours? Whatever it's going to be. So part of me is saying, oh, well, it's gone. The other part, wait a minute, wait. So I'm giving into the laws of nature and saying, you know, well, it's not here. Or it's got to be here. I need the charger to give the shear. It's important shear to, to, to do, and we need to learn it. So laws of nature, you're going to tell me what to do, or I'm going to tell you what to do. And it wasn't a simple struggle. I, I'm not going to say I was victorious. My friend gave me special brachas, and a second charger appeared in a little zippered bag somewhere. Same kind of charger, boom, we did it. So we'll end with that. Purim is a celebration of a lot of things that we, the whole world is created for us. The whole world, with its laws of nature, were created for us to to run the world properly, but to be partners with Hashem in running the world. But in order to do that, we have to be clean and pure in Kedusha. Obviously, why would Hashem want us to run the world? What's his name already did that? Uh, Paro. He thought he was running the world, but he was corrupt. So he brought more darkness to the world. Akashverosh also. All 127 lands are belong, belong to me. I can do what I want. But he brought more darkness. We are here to bring light. We are here to bring light. For us to bring light, yes, we need to run the world with Hashem. Be co- co-creators with Hashem. But different from all those dictators and different from all of those Rishayim. We are here to do it in a way of pure Kedusha. So that to the point where we there's no distinction. The, the Kedusha of Hashem so permeates us that we're just pure conduits for Hashem's holiness and nothing but. We're just transparent conduits for Hashem's will. And so we become His arms and feet. His arms and legs, and his hands and feet, Hashem's hands and feet, to run the world in a, it, through his pure holiness, so that Mashiach Sidkenu also should run the world with his perfect kingship, and Hashem with his perfect holy kingship should run the world, and we are the ones to make that happen down here in this world, and that's the celebration of Purim. And so we have a chance on this Purim to turn v'nahapechu, to turn, we go to parties, and we want to turn everything upside down. Everything turns upside down on Purim. We do go to parties. We go to parties not celebrating, oh, great, they let us in to the laws of nature, to, to, to the country club. No, we celebrate that the laws of nature are being transformed to holiness through us, and that we are bringing 
the light of Hashem to the world in the fullest sense of the word. And this base amygdala that was the issue. 70 years. You know, will there be a base amygdala again? No. This base amygdala is the issue. The psak, the decision will be yes. Binyan base amygdala from this Purim. And the destruction of a mullet, just like a mullet wanted to destroy every one of us to, down to the last crumb, the last molecule. God forbid. Hayalotia. So too, this Purim, God willing, a mullet will be destroyed from top to bottom, down to the last molecule. And the truth of Hashem will shine in the world forever. Hashem yimlach la'elam vayet, Mashiach tizkenu, will rule the whole world in the way that the whole world will anxiously, anxiously, with excitement, await every bit of guidance of Mashiach Tidkin, Melech Mashiach. And the world will come to a place of Gula Mitzvashlema. should be immediately now. Kelech Purim to everyone. Refuah Shlema for, total Refuah Shlema for Yisachar, Refuah Shlema, Ben, Basia, and all Yidin, and, and uh, Belvo, Wolf, Sev, Ben Leia, and all Yidin who need a Refuah Shlema. You should have it immediately now with the Gulamita Fresh Lane announcement.